America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We have uh, Mo Muscles from Pennsylvania back on the program. This is because he really impressed Mr. Producer. (laughs) That is right. You guys know our producer. Uh, He's been in the radio, podcasting, broadcasting industry for over three decades, 32 years now, Marty. And uh, he's heard a lot of broadcasting in his day and really provides me off air, you know, a lot of tips of how we can make the show better. And it's been really cool uh, to connect Mr. Producer with uh, Brian Fullerton and the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast and Naylor, Talia Farrow with uh, the LCR Media podcast and Caleb and Brittany Allman with the Kid Contractor podcast and all he does for the industry. But long story short, he said that, uh, man, that Brent Stoy guy, Mo Muscles, could really string some sentences together and uh, we should have him back on the program. So that's what we're going to do today. Day, and Brent's going to share with us the pillars in his business, how he has a foundation in his business and those principles, what they are. So looking forward to diving deeper into his unique lawn care business story. I believe he's in year three now and uh, definitely is learning as he is growing. Well, thank you to our show sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. I know you guys have been hitting up Megan and Joey, and uh, it's really cool uh, because I personally use them as my bookkeepers. And uh, if you are at about that $100,000 in revenue uh, in your business, you certainly should consider a bookkeeper. And I know folks that are on their way to 100000 a year in revenue and want to just have everything in order are you know, reaching out to Megan and Joey. And so uh, they'll do like a 15 minute consultation where you can just kind of chat and and they they vet their customers just like we vet our customers and just to see if it's a good fit. And then, you know, from there you can um, get into a program uh, with them where they will take care of your business and and do a monthly um, coach. It's like a a profit meeting uh, once a month where you'll get on like a Zoom call with them and you'll just start going through the numbers. Three different reports we'll analyze. And um, long story short, I highly recommend Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Uh, Megan and Joey uh, will take care of your books and do a really good job. And we appreciate them partnering with the Green Industry Podcast and sponsoring today's episode. All right. Well, without further ado, enjoy my interview with Mo Muscles. What's up, Mo Muscles? Yo, Paul, my man, 10 grand. How you doing? Good. I I missed my uh, training session today. I feel uh, convicted now talking to Mo Muscles after <laughs> skipping out on working out this morning. I'm sure it was a good reason. 
Well, I, I, I got breakfast and I had a hot cup of coffee. I'm like, I should go to the gym, work out, then come eat my breakfast and um, drink my coffee. But instead, I just ate breakfast and drank coffee. And then I yeah. got <laughs> got to working on podcast stuff and I just, I never got to the gym. And the rest of the day is jam-packed, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that happens. Sometimes you you need that little off time. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the show. And uh, for those who missed part one, uh, you were recently on the episode. Give us a little um, preview, pardon me, a little um, summary of your business. And then we're going to talk about the principles that guide your business. Yeah. Yeah. Started um, is my third season. Uh, Just started out myself and um it got a little $5,000 boost, as you put it, Paul, yep. to, uh, to get the truck uh, because the one I was using for my brother broke down. And uh, each season, just kind of gaining more and more clientele and getting more of that brand recognition out in my area in Bethlehem. And uh, here we are in the third season. <laughs> awesome. Well, on the previous episode, you were talking about some kind of foundations principles that you have that you try to run your business by. So I wanted to dive into that. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, there's, there's four pillars. This is, I like to, as I like to call them that the business is, is built on. And we touched on, on the first pillar, uh, that first episode generosity in, in the truck, you know, that in and of itself, that without the truck, there's, there's no business. That's, that's what pulls the rig. That's what pulls all the equipment. And so without a truck, uh, you're going to have a hard time in, in this industry. <laughs> um, but even it's cool, even inside the, the generosity of the truck. So my, my pastor and, and his wife, they were, you know, feel very strongly about, uh, supporting and encouraging entrepreneurs. And, um, so the Lord put it on their heart to give, to give, it, it was $5,000 to me and my brother. Cause I was using my brother's truck, if you remember, Paul. Mm-hmm. And, uh, even, even that is generosity, right? He was letting me use his truck when I needed it. And, um, anyway, that broke down while I was using it. I felt so bad. Um, but they, they were like, Hey, we want to give you guys five grants. So you can kind of do what you want with that money, whether it's split it and he both put down a, uh, you know, down, down payment on a truck or, or, or what you guys do, just get one truck and share it. Um, they kind of gave us the freedom to decide there. But even inside of that act of generosity, there was more generosity because my brother was like, Hey, it'll be about a thousand dollars for me to fix my truck. You take the other four. And I was like, well, no, let's, let's split this. He's like, no, no, seriously, you take that, go, go find a truck and, and I'll, I'll take a thousand. So um, even in there's generosity inside of generosity, which is yeah. really, um, it just, I, I don't have words for it really. It's, it's really cool. Um, so that's, that's foundational that, that got me going. And, um, and then I had the issue of not really having a place to park the equipment and, uh, offload everything on the weekend and things like that. So I was using my parents driveway to uh to just park things and they didn't have a garage or a covering or anything so it was just kind of in their in their driveway and uh, i was like well lord please uh don't let anything get stolen (laughs) and uh you know it was kind of in their way but they they were gracious and and put up with it that was that was my first season and 
if you remember, Paul, I was saying I was keeping the, the mower just parked at the gym that I had until I picked up some more clients. And now, all right, now I need to start moving things around and I can't just keep it there. So I was parking it at my, my parents' driveway. And then the second season in business is last year, 2020. My in-laws, my wife's parents, they have a garage in their backyard detached from the house and they don't really use it. There's some storage stuff in there, picnic benches and stuff like that. And uh, they were like, hey, if you need to, you know, store your equipment out of the rain, you can lock it up. Uh, feel free to clear up the garage a little bit. You can you can use our, our garage. And so that was huge. I, I felt like I had a shop now. I had home base, you know, and uh, that that really was just empowering to, to have that place and, and to feel a lot more secure like I wasn't worried like things are going to get stolen and every every morning kind of like checking is everything there you know I just yeah I couldn't imagine keeping it out in the open like that oh, dude yeah you it, got it some honest scary. folks in Bethlehem Pennsylvania <laughs> man you leave a, a lawn equipment out in the driveway in Atlanta that thing is gone boy really oh really? yeah you know uh jason from washington texted me uh yesterday and he said because he had a, a br600 uh blower stolen backpack blower oh. um in washington state this wow. was a while ago someone stole it from him and then he got a call from the police in virginia all the way on the <laughs> other side of the united states and they found no they found this blower and they're shipping it back to him what? so i was like how I in the world did it get from from uh, the West Coast to the East Coast, uh, uh, you know, a six hundred dollar blower, but thankfully it was found. But anyway, I'm I'm just shocked that your equipment you you know left it there for that temporary time in the driveway and it it survived. So, amen. I uh, yeah, <laughs> amen. I was we were praying protection over it, and uh, God must have had angels you amen. know guarding it. But um, yeah, it's funny, Paul. I actually um. I had all my trailer, everything on there, uh, my zero turn, the push mower, and then in the back of the truck, blower, weed whacker, all that stuff, gas cans. And um, my mom, I, ha I left my, my bicycle at my parents' house, and my mom was like, hey, I'm going to drop your bike off. And uh, I wasn't home. I said, just throw it on the trailer uh, with all the stuff, and I'll get it when I get home. So she threw the bike on the trailer, and I get home, and the bike is gone. Oh. Everything else is there, but the bike is gone. I'm like, well, okay, I guess uh, take the bike, but I'm just glad that they left everything else. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, last, last season I, I had the garage, uh, my in-laws garage to use. And then uh, we were looking for, for a house at the time and, and just having a really hard time finding a house. And, uh, we just kept getting the door closed and, and nosed and, and that was okay. You know, we were like, all right, God, you're, you're timing, you know, you're timing. And, um, and eventually we found this really, really cool place. And my brother, as you can tell, I'm really close to my brother and his wife, they're looking for a house too. And, um, we find this property in Bethlehem and it's a half a double and both sides are going up for sale. And the one side has a big garage with a shop on it. And the other side has another big garage. It's like a four car garage. And so, um, we're like, man, this would be really cool if, if we could get it. And so we put an offer in 
And then the bank goes, uh, the bank goes, well, you just started a business and we don't like that. We want to see, you know, at least two solid years of, of income and, and tax records and stuff. And well, it, it was just, it wasn't full two years yet that I had the business open. So we were kind of, of out of luck there. And my brother was in the same boat too, because he had just started his carpentry business. And we were like, oh man, this stinks. We're not going to be able to get a house. Like, what are we going to do? And my aunt and uncle, they had just sold their business. He owns a windshield repair business and, and my uncle had just sold it. And they go, hey, listen, we want to front the money for you because we think this house is a gold mine. We think this is too good of an opportunity to pass up. It's perfect for you guys. We're going to front the money buy the house in cash. That way we don't have to deal with the, the banks and we'll set up a private, uh, a private loan. So now here we are in our, our third season, Paul. And now I went from first season, a driveway, second season, my in-laws garage. And now I have a four car garage that, that I can call my own. Come so, on somebody. <laughs> that is it, awesome, it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's unreal. It's unreal. Um, the, the journey that we've been on and it's all because of generosity uh, without other people investing in us and, and taking those risks and, and saying, yes, um, we wouldn't be able to do this. It just, it wouldn't be in the cards for us. And, uh, so anyway, generosity has been a foundational for us getting our, our business running and, and going and sustained. And so me and my wife, we feel very seriously that, we want to give back, you know, how we were started. We want to keep that legacy going. We want it. We want to pour that out. And so we have been doing that in, in small ways. Um, we've been doing it in small ways. It's, <laughs> I'd say it's baby generosity. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, I was, um, my buddy Andrew, I was talking to him the other day, uh, Brent, because, this guy keeps asking Andrew for money and Andrew gave him, uh, over time, gave him the shirt off his back, gave him, just keeps giving him, giving him, uh, you know, generous, uh, money donations and food and clothing and all this stuff. And, uh, but anyway, this guy's not like you where he's out, you know, being productive with his life. He's doing drugs and, and, you know, Mm. he's, he's, he's not, um, performing and being productive and all that. And so uh, I think Andrew asked him the question next time he asked him for something. He's like, well, when, when's the last time you gave somebody something? Cause there's, wow. there's takers out there that just want to take, take, take. And somebody yeah. might be listening to you and they might be offended. Like, man, you know, I, I've never had somebody give me a $5,000 gift or $4,000 gift, you know, after mm. you gave your brother a thousand and man, I've never had my aunt or uncle give, buy me a house in cash. And you know, you, you just have to pay them back monthly, whatever setup you got. And, and you could be looking at your story and be like, man, you know, I mean, those are some radical, you know, a house and a, a, a vehicle, you know, you, you've had yeah. some, some, um, miraculous provisions and, and most guys listening probably don't have those dramatic stories. But my question is, you know, what have we given to somebody else? Cause that, that mm. when we're generous and we sow into somebody, even like you said, it's a baby step generosity or whatever, and we just give them something simple, then you know, eventually it's going to come back to us. So I, I, I'm encouraged to, to be asking who, who can I be giving to? Who can I be blessing? You know what I mean? Even if it's insignificant, 
uh, if I can't afford to give away a house right now or <laughs> front the money for a house or a vehicle, but it, it could be small things um, to, to be giving, giving, giving uh, to the right people. That, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm encouraged by you, Paul, listening to um, last week, you were talking about kind of the transition that you're, you're taking in life. And uh, just hearing you share like how you're grooming your, your buddy into kind of taking over um, a lot of your lawn care stuff. And, and to me, I was like, Oh, I was just listening to you, Paul. And I was like, Oh my God, that would kill me to kind of give that business away and not sell it for all it's worth. I'd be like, Oh, that would, that would kill me. Like that would destroy me. And just, um, hearing, hearing you say that I'm encouraged by your extravagant generosity. I mean, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's wild. That is wild, Paul. Awesome. So yeah. pillar uno is generosity. And then there's three more pillars. Do you have anything else yeah. you want to add to the generosity? Or do you want to go on to number two? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, like you're saying, uh, this is, this is important for us to get as, as business owners. Um, I feel like most of your listeners are, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, and um, the true paradigm a, a true paradigm for generosity. It keeps our businesses pure and it ensures, it ensures the integrity of our businesses. And a, a quick example of that would be like um, a few years back, Volkswagen, you know, cheating on their emissions uh, tests and then have to pay millions in fines because of that. Well, you know, or, or iPhone recently in the news that they, you know, had to pay millions because they were, crashing older models so people had to buy new ones well what what drives the company to to do those kind of things to, to cheat it's it's they don't have a paradigm for generosity it, it becomes all about how much can i get how much wealth I, and, and i want more 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 and then all of a sudden we're consumed by that and by any means necessary i want to get more and more affluence and we totally destroy our influence and that's all I want to say, I guess, Paul, is at the end of the day, our influence is what matters because it's, it's our legacy that we leave behind. And our money or our affluence can be a great tool to use for our influence. But if it becomes our, our God, like it, it will destroy us. And, and that's all. The generosity keeps us, keeps us pure and it keeps our businesses uh, integrity. Yeah, um, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, I want to keep that legacy going, you know, I want to keep it going, but, uh, that's our first pillar. That's the, that's the first pillar right there, Paul's generosity. Awesome. Well, hey, let's and do then, this. Let's kick yeah. it over to, uh, Mr. Producer and hear from today's show sponsors. Yeah. And then, uh, coming up, we'll get into pillar number two. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute 
call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Hey friends, Paul here, and I wanted to share with you about our Know Your Numbers e-training. Would you like to improve the performance in your business by understanding the important financial factors for operating a profitable business? Well, in our new e-training, Know Your Numbers, I share the details of how to price jobs, collect money from your customers, and really understand the nitty gritty details to make sure your business is growing its profits. You can get this new e-training at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Thanks for listening to The Green Industry Podcast. Once again, here's Paul Jamison. All right, we are back with Mo Muscles, M-O-W, like mow the grass. And uh, I shared that with the training staff at, at the gym, uh, Coach Tori and, <laughs> and Wes and, and Anna and Kelly and the team there. And uh, they were talking about you. They're like, Mo Muscles, that's so clever. <laughs> and uh, shout outs to, to my friends at uh, Anytime Fitness. That's where I've been working out and uh, trying to get into shape. I was telling them about your luxury gym up there in Pennsylvania, man. You guys had swimming pools and hot tubs and saunas and all that fancy stuff, yeah. man. We yeah. got we got basic equipment, but I, I, it's uh, I've been trying to get it in shape. So yeah, yeah, that's right on. It's funny the name, uh, you know, Mo Muscles. People always kind of comment on that, and uh, I, I recently ran out of business cards, and uh, which is a good problem to have. But um, I haven't gotten new ones in yet, and and I people ask me, hey, can I have a business card? I'm like, ah, oh, I, I don't have any right now, but. Um, they're like, that's all right. I, I won't forget the name. Are you on, you know, Google or Facebook? I was like, yeah. And sure enough, they they find me on Google or Facebook, and I get request forms off offline. So I know that people are actually remembering the name because of how cheesy it is. <laughs> yeah, Mo Muscles. Um, yeah, so it it works, you know, uh, as a branding technique, having kind of like a, a a punny name like that, and and it's a, it's catching on. Um, there's two other companies I see driving around here. One of it is the Lawn Ranger, kind of like the Lone Ranger, uh-huh. and their logo. Their logo is this guy up on a horse, and I'm like, yes, I love it. And um, another one is uh, Straw Hat Lawn Care, and they have a big straw hat, kind of like that uh, traditional look. So, yeah, um, I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, Andrew said we we toss out show ideas, and uh, he's like, we should do a show one time on all these unique names because there's one yes. that uh, is like Lawn and Order, like Law and Order. Oh, that's great, Lawn and Order. And there's all these clever names out there, and so we were gonna do a show like top ten clever names and and things of that nature. Um, that's there's great. definitely some uh, cool names, and like you said, it's so. Oh, Mo Muscles, like, you know, Mo Muscles, you can't forget that. It's, it's, it's very, right. um, the, the name recognition there is you don't even need a business card. It's just Google yeah, exactly. Mo Muscles. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, so, and it works. Like, it, it's working, you know. Uh, some guys will, I heard about this kid, maybe even from your show, Paul, he painted his, his truck bright pink and everyone just like, recognizes him now and he's got mm. such brand recognition in his area because he painted all of his trucks bright pink like there are things we can do to really make make ourselves stand out um anyway 
side note there. <laughs> hey, that's that's what we, we do at this show. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I, I was listening to Fullerton the other day and he's like, Rabbit rabbit hole or rabbit what's it called yeah. rabbit trail number one. And it, and yeah. I tell him all the time though, when he has his wife Liz on the show, it's so good. Um, mm. they, she was on, I think it was episode 188 or whatever. And they just, they go down all these side tangents and all this. And, uh, but it, it's entertaining to me. I, I enjoy listening yeah. to that, especially, um, when they're together, they just, they have that chemistry and it's, it's fun. So anyway, the, the, that's part of being on the show. Talk about whatever you want. I know we all, we have our <laughs> agendas. We, we want to get through the four pillars and, and we will, but, um, the twist and the turns are what makes it entertaining. So yeah, I love yeah, it. yeah. Well, I love that. Uh, I love that you were sharing the name with with all your fitness buddies at the, at the gym. That's that's kind of how the name originated too. Is I'm like, well, I'm working at the gym. I love fitness. I'm teaching classes. How can I kind of marry the my love for for landscaping and my love for the fitness industry and kind of marry those together? And I was throwing names around. And I was like, oh, Mo Muscles. That that would be kind of a, a funny. So that's how. It's, I mean, that's how that got started. There was just combining those and I was thinking too Paul about um when I have time maybe sending out like if clients wanted um a weekly workout routine I could send an email blast out to anyone interested and like here's the the Mo Muscles workout for the week you know and just kind of connect with clients in that way I I don't know well yeah I got to I got to fuss with that and see. Yeah. And in the, in the future episode, I would like to talk to you about fitness because some of our top performing podcasts, we've done over 400 episodes and I lose track at where we're at. We're at like 440 or something crazy like that. Wow. But um, we've had a, a fellow, uh, Dr. Frank Hollum, and he's actually helped me understand um, some things with nutrition and, and um, the, the body. He's a really, really smart fella uh, from Georgia Tech. Yeah. And um, when we've had him on the show just a couple of times, those have been some of the most popular episodes. And we've had so much engagement and feedback from those episodes because I think in our industry, you're not around the kitchen all day long. So it's easier to eat healthy. Like if, you know, I have friends that are in the NFL and they actually have chefs at the training facilities. So after they get done working out, they don't even have to do anything. They just have to go into the kitchen and the chef already made you know, the, the high protein, good quality meat with the vegetable and everything's pre-made and ready, you know, at the best of the best. And they just have to eat it. So it's, it's easy for them to stay shredded and to stay in shape. And for us who aren't around a kitchen all day long, it can be challenging because the, Mm -hmm. you know, you're out on the, you know, in, in the field, you're driving the trucks, even if you're not working in the field today, but you're out giving quotes and things like that. It's like, what are your options? Chick-fil-A, Arby's, Wendy's. <laughs> and, and so I know a lot of guys have a desire to want to train and work out and to eat healthy and, to, you know, be, you know, get to see their grandchildren, you know, and, and, and live a, yeah. live a long, healthy life. And so that's a whole nother episode for another day. Cause I'd like to talk to you about that. I, I'm personally on my own transformational health journey. And I know many listening, we're go-getters, you know, guys that, that own a business like this also like to take care of their bodies. And so, um, I don't want to go down that whole thing today. I want to get to your four pillars, but just side note, we'll, we'll plan a, another episode where we, you can call in and teach us about fitness and nutrition and health and all that. That would be great. Yeah. I, I have, um, a really good 90 day 
clean eating challenge that I start June 1st. So I'm excited about that. All right. Well, we'll do that right, right on the eve of that. Let's get you back on and, 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 and we'll chat. We'll chat that right on. on back, back to pillar two before Mr. Producer hits me with the two by four. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Yeah. So, so number two, this one is, uh, I call it community. All right. And for a lot of us guys, and uh, I don't know about the, the ladies who, who own their own businesses and stuff, but for a lot of us guys, um, we like to be uh, just like that, that business name, you know, Lone Ranger. We like to, to do it ourselves, to, to kind of be the self-made man. And, and I made this business and I don't need nothing from nobody kind of thing. And, and for me, it, it couldn't be more of an opposite. It, it's, for me, it's community, like doing this in community. And even uh, a big part of that community, Paul, are, are guys like you who are putting out all this content and, and you're, you're walking us through years and years of, of true lessons learned. And you're sharing your heart and, and there's so much, there's a wealth of information out there. And I consider that part of my community. I, I've learned so much from, from you and um, guys like Brian Fullerton. You know, I used to sit there on the computer and watch his YouTube videos. Like, am I, am I quoting this right? You know, and, uh, um, just kind of learning from, from you guys. And, and, um, so community has been a, a huge part of my business and it keeps me humble <laughs> for sure. Um, definitely keeps me humble, but, um, and then, uh, uh, probably the, the biggest part of the community aspect is, is my wife. She, she is my, my biggest partner. She's my biggest support. And, and even though it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of running the business because I know how to do the the work. She has to sacrifice so much of herself and and she has to look well to the ways of our household and taking care of our daughter, you know, every day while, while I'm out working, you know, and and so she just does an amazing job. Her support is everything. And, uh, and it's cool. Um, it's really cool because she truly values me over what I provide or over how well the, the, the business performs. And, and it's the greatest feeling in the world, Paul, to have her say things like, oh, you know, just come home early or, or stay in this morning. Let's do breakfast together. And she knows full well, that means, well, money's not going to come in. Like if I'm not out in the field doing work, money's not just coming in. And, and, but she shows me all the time that that doesn't matter, but I matter to her and, and not how well I perform. So she is my, my biggest, uh, my biggest support in this community. And, um, I couldn't do it without her. And, and guys, listen, listen to me carefully right now. It doesn't matter how successful your business becomes if your intimacy with your wife and your family is sacrificed on the altar of entrepreneurship. Your wife cares more about you than how you perform in your business. So, so make sure you're investing in your wife and your family. Bring that same level of energy that you bring to your business into your community, into your family. 
I feel very passionately about that ball. Yeah. <laughs> if that, you can tell. Oh yeah. That that's awesome. And what, I mean, what's the purpose of working, you know, waking up at crazy hours and working so hard. I'm saying this, you know, not having a wife and children yet, but I see the trap. What's the purpose of working so hard and, um, you know, investing so much and then, you know, neglecting those uh, important relationships, you know, in our life. Cause I, as a single person right now, I know how much, and I run two, you know, I run two, three businesses over the years. I, I know how much time and energy and effort I put into these businesses and I don't have those relationships right you know, yet I don't have a wife and I don't have children and things of that nature, but it's just like, I look ahead and I see those danger flags. Like, you know, you, you need to definitely, um, prioritize, like you said, that high energy you put into your business also put that into, into those, um, relationships. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm listening to you as a single man who doesn't have those relationships yet, but I, I definitely can see the trap. And I, I think that's an important conversation to have for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I know that you guys are going to be talking about really good stuff uh, with the together in the trades event coming up. I, I, I again, I wish I could be there because I'm very passionate about um, you know protecting marriages that are are also running their own businesses because there's specific pitfalls when you're running your own business uh, that can really hurt a marriage if you're not careful. So. I know that that's going to be a great event. I encourage you guys to, to get out there if, if at all possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a nice plug there. July, pardon me, June, June 12th. It's a Saturday. It's in Waco, Texas. There might be one or two tickets left. I was listening to Fullerton yesterday, and I think they said there was 12 tickets left, which would be six couples. So by the time this episode comes out, I don't know if there's one ticket left or two tickets left. You you literally might get the last ticket, but uh, we have it um in in the link tree in today's show notes, you can click on that and uh, get the link and all that and see if you can snag that last ticket. Mm, awesome. Well, thank you to Brent for joining us on today's program. Guys, we're going to have him back tomorrow. We're going to run it back for pillar number three and pillar number four. So look forward to uh, continuing the conversation on tomorrow's episode. Make sure you follow the Green Industry Podcast. It used to be called Subscribe, but I guess podcasting networks and platforms are changing it to follow. So if you hit the follow, turn those notifications on and all that good stuff, then um, the episode should automatically come up in your player. I know I use Apple Podcasts and when you uh, follow, subscribe to a show, then in the next morning when the episode comes out, it's already ready for you to rock and roll. So we hope that you do that and uh, make us your morning show. We put these episodes out Monday through Friday. Thanks to our friends at Gulf Coast Bookkeeping for sponsoring today's episode. You can find out more at the uh, show notes where we'll have their link as well as many other links. You can find the link to our world-class greenindustrypodcast.com. Michael and Andrew do a great job with our greenindustrypodcast.com website. It's the one-stop shop for landscape professionals. We have so much rolling out on this site in the days that come um, that are just quality, quality resources for the community. I'm so excited. I know Jason Creole, um, he's got, I think, eight or so products coming uh, through to greenindustrypodcast.com here in the next week or so. John Payjack, uh, he's got some resources coming in. And this is your one-stop shop. Uh, just go to greenindustrypodcast.com 
and any industry news, events, resources uh, that's going to help you uh, grow your business, it's there. And uh, Michael and Andrew do a great job with that website. And also, um, the coaching is on there now. If you want to sign up with some uh, coaching, uh, we have a lot of opportunities there uh, where I can personally dive into your business and uh, we can talk about what winning looks like in your business and set those goals and uh, really see traction uh, as you transform your business. I'd love to help as well. And so the easiest way to do that is just to uh, sign up um, on the coaching call there for an hour of my time and uh, we can just um, dive into your business, take it to the next level. I would love to help you. It's all available, friends, at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Have a great day and hope to have you join us for part two of this um, interview with Brent tomorrow. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.